Welcome to Pop After Dark, the pop culture podcast that's not the same as all the others. Uh, hello and welcome to uh, another edition of Pop After Dark. I've never, by I'm, the way, this introduction, I've never seen it so shook. No. Can I say that? I'm, I'm Nick or Hannibal Scorch or whatever I am this week. And I'm joined as always by Y2. And this is a special episode because we've just literally come out about 15 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, um, from seeing uh, Avengers Infinity War. Now, we, we're going to do, po- right, do this podcast in two halves. So we're going to talk non-spoilers, first of all. We're going to talk non-spoilers. And then we're going to warn you, and we're going to play some music so you've got time to turn it off and then we're going to get a bit spoilery so this is a movie you do not want spoilers. yeah I, I, you, the reason for doing it is because you need to talk about it but you need to listen to that once you've seen the movie so listen to what we've got to say until you see it and then you can listen to a spoiler bit later on uh, I think that's probably the best, best thing to do I'll um, be, be honest with you I wouldn't listen to this until I'd seen the movie, just in case something slips out that you didn't want to know. Put this away, save it, download it, tell your friend to download it, download it on their phone, send it to them, whatever, but see the movie first. If you're not excited for this movie, if you have no intention of watching the movie, still go and see it, and then listen to us. Yeah. Right, okay, so let's talk, let's talk initial reactions. Okay. Um... I mean, there's probably probably more than any other Marvel film. This has been hyped up to the max. Like, I, I don't think any other Marvel film in, in history, um, with, with the exception of possibly the first Avengers, in terms of anticipation, has had this much excitement yeah, leading yeah, up yeah. to it. Yeah, the first one definitely did, because, um, as you said today, we, we saw this media screening, one of the, the, certainly the first screening of the movie in Europe. Um, yep. America had the premiere last night yep. and we, we went to the premiere of Iron Man the first movie that started this 10 years ago to the day yeah 10 years to the day you and I went to the Iron Man premiere um, and it, it was very fitting that on the same day 10 years later we go and see Infinity War um, it's flabbergasted from, I don't know if flabbergasted is a word that translates around the world but if, it, if you're not sure what flabbergasted means definitely have a google because that's me right now shock and awe shock and awe uh, hang on dinner's arrived we have pizza yes baby thank you so much oh that's super that's okay guys have got anything else no, no it's fine thank you cheers um, we got pizza we have got pizza um, we've come to get pizza I think I might leave that in the edit you know Big shout out to Mod Pizza, by the way. It is the most reasonably priced meal you can find in Leicester Square or in London. It's I mean, perfect. If you want, like, you can have McDonald's. McDonald's is cheaper. Burger King is cheaper. But this is a meal, this is a restaurant, and they charge £8, and they will give you whatever pizza you want with whatever toppings, and it is delicious. Yeah, it's like, it's like um, to American listeners, it's like Blaze Pizza. In that it's like Subway for pizzas. But, yeah, it does look really good. Um, right, so... Yeah, initial, right, so when the, when the screen started, it was hosted by Disney UK, and when the screen started, they showed us two trailers, uh, the new Han Solo trailer, the, the last Han Solo trailer, um, and uh, a trailer for The Incredibles 2. That looks quality. Yeah. Last time I saw the trailer. And you, weren't, you weren't impressed, though, with, um, with Han Solo. the word I used, and I can't remember much of that trailer. Well... It was, jump, it was like, jammed together. Bless you, thanks so much. It was jammed together... They tried to, almost like Superman in a way, they tried not to have Han Solo talk throughout it, it seemed. They were protecting him. There was just nothing that excited me. The big um, cliffhanger moment at the end was Chewie was in a bit of a predicament, and oh no, is Chewie going to be okay? Well, of course he's okay. He went on and starred in pretty much every Star Wars movie since. So of course he's going to be okay. Um, I wasn't looking forward to the movie and seeing the trailer, and I hadn't seen it before, seeing the trailer probably did less for me. And I love a Star Wars movie. But the Incredibles 2 trailer looks good. That that looks brilliant. Mm. I I think that's going to be the the, the cartoon film this year. And and in a year that we get a new Wreck-It Ralph as well, which I'm also a big fan of. I think what 
perhaps what Incredibles 2 have done is that they've latched on to the parents who are going to go and watch this because the jokes in there were so perfect. I think where I've been critical of Pixar in the past, where they've tried to aim it too high, um, inside out, the perfect version uh, for that. But I think with Incredibles, like uh, the argument that Dad was having with the son about learning maths yeah. and having to learn a different way, it was so perfect, and I could absolutely see myself having almost verbatim the same conversation. So that is a family movie that I cannot wait to see. Now, after that, we then started the film, and we talked. I talked about on Disaster Dark about how we'd gone to a media event the other week and we'd seen 20 minutes of the film. It was very key that we didn't see the first 10 minutes of the film because the film starts off with a bang and goes from there. So when we saw the first of the other week, there wasn't really much of a spoiler, you know, it wasn't really spoilers except for we were seeing something for the first time. Yeah. But, um, the, you know, the stuff happens straight out the gate that sets the tone for the film. Yeah. So don't I, get I mean, there late. Just, just like myself, you're probably sitting there thinking, okay, so that's why we didn't um, see that bar. That's why they edited out that line from the 20 minutes that we saw. It was really clever what they showed us, but it certainly were appetised. They showed us the first action scene in the movie, introduced a few characters, but, um, and obviously because it's 20 minutes, you had quite a lot of dialogue, but it was dialogue that didn't give anything away. It may have hinted or suggested, but who doesn't like a suggestion when you're about to go and watch a movie? Probably someone doesn't like a surprise, but most of us do like a surprise. Um, okay, so... God, this pizza's really good, by the way. <laughs> really good pizza. More pizza. Um, They're not even sponsoring us. We just really like no, pizza. No, we just like more pizza. So, um, so yeah, then the film, so the film kicks off. Um, and the one thing about this film, which you would have probably seen from the trailers, is it's not set in one place. Like most films are set either in, a, in one country or on one planet. This isn't. This is, in, in some ways, this feels like the most Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel film yeah, that's not called Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, in yeah. the way that you go to all these places all throughout the film um, and the teams are split up you can understand why when they were talking about making the movie um, they, they, one of the things that's come out about is that you know there are people that didn't get to work together yeah. and it's very obvious why when you see the finished product because these people are scattered all over the place and it's only in certain parts of the film that they really do get together yeah um so, so, so that's that's something. Um, I would. What what I think is really interesting about this film as well is there's a perfect balance between light and darkness. And what I think is quite funny is that it's me saying that then reminded me of something earlier in the film um, that Thanos is talking about a, a blade, like a knife. Yes. And he says about how it's perfectly balanced yeah, yeah. and how you've got to do that. And it this does film me. does that because when it's funny, it's, it's up there with your Thor Ragnarok, so your Guardians of the Galaxy. But when, uh, when it wants your attention for action or dramatic event, uh, effect, it really grabs you there as well. It, it's got that perfect mix of being hilarious when it needs to be, but not forgetting that it needs to be serious as well. This is... This is probably the most serious superhero film that they've made. I mean, I, I put it on a par with probably like saying like the Winter Soldier in terms of how serious it is. It excels. It's so much darker. Yeah. yeah oh, you know it is. But I'm from you know Winter Soldier is quite a serious film. It's it's not very superhero like in a lot of ways. This is very much a superhero course, film because, though. Because as you mentioned, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok and Marvel were starting to go off on a com comedy heavy almost uh, superhero movies which were fine because I really enjoyed both of those but they have brought it back they have this movie is a movie I think I said to you coming out it has been 10 years in the making and they have stepped towards it and they have fi not finally delivered because I've enjoyed all of them certainly some more than others but this movie blows anything out of the ballpark it is an absolute masterpiece in terms of storytelling in terms of character development in terms of good versus evil 
it's not the best superhero movie. You need to now, because of the world we live in, because of the time that we live in, you need to take the superhero out of it and say it is a great movie that I believe that could be enjoyed by anyone. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think in some ways what you're saying there is, is right. I mean, it, could, it is a film that you could argue could be enjoyed by anybody, but at the same time, that doesn't make it sound like it's, it's very much a fan film or that you need to have that kind of background knowledge because I think your, your enjoyment of it will be completely enriched if you are familiar with some of the other films. Yeah. Um, I don't think necessarily... I mean, you said about watching Doctor Strange before. Oh, we watched this today. And I watched it for the first time. really enjoyed it. But I've got to be honest, I don't think I'm, it was essential for me to watch that before seeing this. It wasn't essential, no. But, but it gave you more of an understanding for what his powers are. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, when he starts doing his spinny hand thing, you're like, what the bloody hell is that? When he's going around with that medallion thing around his neck, you're like, what the bloody hell is that? So it just gave me more of a background, more of an understanding as to what he did, what yeah. he does. Yeah. I apologise, by the way. You, can hear the, you might be able to hear the lightning seeds in the background. It's not our choice. Um, one of the, this is possibly their best song. I've yeah, it is. Well, that or three lines. <laughs> Probably. Um, right. Um, I think, because we're not spoiling it, but no. our reaction to the movie... I don't want to say what our reaction was because the reaction. Yeah, we leave that for the spoilers, but itself, it but had it had it, it left us with a strong reaction. Yeah, it was the strongest reaction I've had to a movie for quite some time. I remember three billboards. I was like almost hand on head. Dunkirk really knocked me for dead as well. Um, but I cannot think of a movie that was just really left me flabbergasted in the way that Infinity War has. Um, the credit, obviously, we save the credits, and you have to save the credits for a Marvel movie. Um, I think I only saw two people leave the cinema during the credits, because everyone knows that you save for uh, the credits for the Marvel movie, so it's like 10, 15 minutes long. But you needed that time to reflect on what you'd just seen. Well, the, the other thing on that as well is that we did go to a media preview. And occasionally, when they've done these in the past, they don't show you everything. Mm. So we did see an end credit scene, and I don't think that's a spoiler because you expect to have a Marvel film, but we saw one, and that in itself is, is unusual. Um, we'll talk about that in the spoilers. Yeah, but I don't but think... I think... But also, we'll talk about the amount in the spoilers as well, because mm. I think they got the tone perfect. Yeah, well that, yeah that other one, yeah. Um, Everyone, I mean, I don't think it was a bad turn. Um, I will say, I, the only thing I did notice this film, I don't know if it's... I'm just noticing it now, and, I, and I, it's not bothered me before, but Mark Ruffalo seems to have gone really ditzy. Like, all the time, he's like, oh, what, what happened? Uh, he just seems to be divery all the time. I'm not sure why. That's always been his character. Because, bear in mind, he's a scientist. He's not a fighter. Yeah. He's a scientist. But the way that he's evolved is that he's a scientist who's constantly fighting with himself. Hulk has taken over a completely different persona. We saw that with Thor Ragnarok. He was having conversations, not with himself, but with Hulk. And that's, you know, that's now added to his differing. Because he wants Hulk to come out, and Hulk doesn't want to, as we saw in Thor Ragnarok. Um, so I think that's why he's added that as a trait. It, I thought it was great in the movie. Yeah, I I, I, I'm great. just saying I didn't like that particular trait. I, I, and I'm, I'm now doing a good impression of him. He was good as an actor, but just uh, it, the character kind of bothered me a little bit. I, but, thought, I thought he supported it well, because you have so many powerhouses in there. You needed a mix of personalities. It's like uh, if you're watching wrestling and every match is a great big heavyweight fighting off a heavyweight, you'll get bored. You need or every main event revolves around Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but it, you need to see different personalities up there. You need to see people who, you know, uh, are sculpted by muscle. But you also want to see the scientists up there or, like, the 16-year-old kids up there. You want to see a whole 
because again, I always bring movies back to the circus. The circus, if you like, if you don't like the clowns, you like the trapeze, if you don't like them, you might like the lion tamer. There will be someone in there that people can relate to. No superhero more so in recent times than Black Panther. Um, so there is always someone who people can relate to, and there will be people who are, you know, lacking confidence, who are fighting um, themselves. May not be fighting a whole, but they may be like fighting with who they want to be. And again, Hulk does that brilliantly. Yeah, it's 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 valid valid argument. Depth, um, depth. Every um, every everyone that's in this film and it is a who's who of the Marvel universe. Um, that's well, not to say, not, by the way. Well, you, there's not that it, there are some absences. Um, you know, I think from the trailers you can probably figure out who may have made the cut and who may not have done. And you know. I want to say a spoiler, but I, I don't. Save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. It's not even a very good spoiler. It was me trying to be funny, but it would technically be a spoiler, so I'll save it. Um, but I think everyone did a great job. Um, <laughs> what a great review. I love that. Everyone I hope that makes it to the movie poster. I think everyone did a great job. Four stars. <laughs> Nick Branch. <laughs> everyone did a great job. Well, I have my full name on it, that's for sure. Are you going to say that as we leave more pizza tonight? Hey, everyone did a great job. Well, I don't know, because the guy looking after drinks did, and I had to go and nudge him to... Did he take a drink? Huh? He went and saw it in the end. Anyway. Um, Everyone did a great job. They did. <laughs> and the one thing that um, I think we talked about a little bit um, on the making of this film is that everybody, because of the size of the production and the amount of, of famous actors in these films as well, uh, whether or not they've been famous a long time or not, you know, Chris Pratt is now a big movie star. Robert Downey Jr. had his career rejuvenated by these films. Um, Scarlett Johansson, you know, one of the most famous actresses in the world. These films have an extensive cast, which costs a lot of money and probably have a few egos around with them as well. Um, and yet, they have managed to piece this film together like a beautiful like tapestry or something. Yeah. Like it just goes together so perfectly everyone gets decent screen time like you don't see somebody for 30 seconds and never see him again everyone gets screen time um and it's really hard to balance again going back to the balancing it's really hard to balance it but i think they really did manage it with this and i think you know you've got to give credit to the russos for doing so absolutely um and i mean the bar at, at this moment in time bearing in mind that you know we have got another avengers film in 12 months time the bar, ready for it. the bar is set so... Oh, I, I could see it tomorrow. The bar is set so high that... Uh, he's shaking his head. It's a podcast, he's shaking his head. Um, but the bar is set so high right now that, you know, I, I don't know how it can be topped. This movie was just... just exceeded the expectations that I had for it. I think as well, to just say that, you know, tap uh, Doff the cap to the Russo brothers, but also the editing... The editing was out of this world because that was one of the buzzes from the 20-minute preview was just how well they were able to go from you know these uh, superheroes to these superheroes from that planet to that world. The cutting was fine, the speed was great. What um, grinded me down about likes of Age of Ultron was it was so padded, so long-winded. I wanted to be a kid again watching a movie and seeing people duke it out similar to cowboys and indians but with more Not cowboys versus aliens but with more superpowers than super guns um and that's what this movie did it took you back to being a kid um and remembering like when you watched super movies you didn't want to hear about signing a treaty or any of that sort of business you just wanted to see good guys beat up bad guys it's true it's very, it's very true. Um, uh, what was I going to say? It was I was going to say, and you were saying that. I thought I'll save it. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for him to finish, and now I've forgotten what it bloody well was. Um, when we talk about editing, that section will also be edited, but you are a really creative editor. <laughs> it really won't be. Um, yeah, no, oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. So I... I've not been uh, I've been very vocal on my dislike of uh, Age of Ultron 
Yeah, just, right just not a fan. Just yeah. not a fan. And yet I know people that love that film, but I, I yeah. really didn't. Luke. No, you know Luke's not really seen many of the Marvel films. He's not going to see Mate, this because he's Luke, this Luke character. I like him less by the day. <laughs> Although if we're talking about Luke Birdwick, then I'm not too sure if he's seen that or not. But if we're talking about our Lord Luke, then he, he definitely hasn't. Um, but you know, if you're like me and didn't really like the, uh, the last Avengers film, um, do not let that put you off seeing this film. This film it is this film is the Avengers film you've been waiting for. The first Avengers was was set up was a two hour film setting up that shot that that panning shot of seeing them all together for the first time. I like the Avengers, but I still think it's a good film. But you know there are better superhero films. I thought he was going to turn into Harry Hill there. I like the Avengers, but also like the Defenders. Who's better? Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. It's it's exceptional. Um, is there I anything you want to add? What do you say? I think just emphasis on going to watch this film. If you've seen one superhero movie, whether it be Tobey Maguire or Spider-Man, if, it, if that movie had your interest, this movie will surpass that. It is such an enjoyable roller coaster that will have you laughing, that will have you shook, that will have you feeling sad, all the emotions. And it's a, I think it needs to not be called a superhero movie. It is a great movie. And it's also, because I talk about taking kids to the cinema, it is also suitable for kids. Now I tell you, and it ain't no spoiler, but not everyone comes out of it alive. But like all great 12A certificate movies, the way they do the deaths are protective of any children watching. In the or way death. that wrestling is nowadays, you don't see blood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important. Um, the way they do it, they remove the reality from the moment, but they also add the, the definite understanding of what has happened. Mm. And I think that's crucial from a storyline point of view, from a storytelling point of view, um, but also it protects kids. Kids don't it, need to see brutality. Kids I was going to say, it's not gratuitous. Uh, gratu- uh, Sorry? What is it? Gratuitous? No, gratuitous. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's not like that. It's, it's, as you say, you see what you need to see, you see enough about needing to see anything. They don't yeah. frighten your face. Very much like comic books. In comic books, because of like it's done in panels, you'll see things as they happen, but yeah. you don't see the full range of it. So you still get the impact and the emotion, but without the the unnecessary. Yeah. Exactly. I think it was the A team that did it first. The A team used to go and beat up everyone, but you never saw one person die. The people will fall off cliffs, and they still wouldn't actually be dead. Um, and Marvel ca- kind of carrying on with that, but there is a definite tone to these moments whilst keeping it, you know, uh, friendly for children to see. That's yeah, true. <laughs> and what, what put Wait. me off um, with some Marvel movies, well, I didn't take my seven-year-old to see Doctor Strange because it was too dialogue-heavy. It's why when we watch, or if we watch Age of Ultron, we fast-forward to talking because he don't care, man. He just wants to see some, like, some fighting, like me, in a sense. That's why you go out on Saturday night. This movie is great for kids. I can't wait to take my kid just to see his reaction. I um, almost said something. But um, I can't wait to take him. And it'll be... And I think it is a family movie. Don't... Because it's so long, don't take anyone under the age of six. Because it is long. I didn't clock the time, but I'd say it's 2.20, including creds. It was... Which is long. Like, kids' movies should be, I believe, 90 minutes, between 90 and 110 max. The thing is, this genre of films, though, it's not just aimed at kids. And you can't tell a, a superhero story like this in 90 minutes. This, it, like, it would just not oh, no. be good. I, no, my, my point is that I have no issue with the length. I could have happily sat there all night. That's what she said. But 
Well, that's another podcast. That is another podcast, yeah. But for kids, it's a lot harder for kids to sit there yeah. and, like, you know, not need to go to the toilet and stuff like that and not get, you know, a bit uh, irritable or whatnot. Um, I think this one's okay because of the action, because of the constant, oh, wow, it's him. Oh, wow, it's, it. it's her. So much of that. Yeah. Um, go and see the movie. Yeah. I, I, go and I, see it again. I think... I think we, I don't really know what else we can say now without spoiling it. I think we kind of no, give yeah, as yeah, much yeah. of a review as we can. So, um, what we'll do, we'll go on to we'll go into spoiler zone in a second. But before we go into spoiler zone, um, I think we need to at this point give a score for the film. Um, all right. No, we do because you know we're not going to spoiler it. So. Um. I am very much heart on sleeve. Um, marks out of what, 10? Craig likes 100, but that's Craig, so. My name's Craig. I nominate Sada. Can of Coke. Uh, chicken. Um, marks out of 10. Marks out of 10 years of Marvel. I like it. Out of 10 years, I'd give it 10. 10. You hear that? 10. Is this mic on? 10. 10 I, out of 10. I, I, I'll, I'll watch it again, and maybe that score will come down. Or, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll go up. Who give a fuck? It's my score. Uh, I would give it an, uh, a solid 9.9. 9. See, you sold out. You can't, um, you can't I don't... Because the thing, no, the thing out. is, I don't think... Just give it a 10, like most people would. Yeah, but the thing is, no, well, film's, thing is, no film's perfect. No film's perfect. This film is as near as perfect as I've, as I've seen in a long Why time. Why can't you just accept it is perfect? Why can't you just accept I know that there was a moment when Thanos is talking. No, 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 no. I will tell you. A little bit, no, I will tell you. To. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why it in the spoiler zone. The tempo, because they no, no, no. It's got nothing to do. It's got nothing to do with so that. Stop, is, stop making assumptions as to why I didn't do it. Give me the point. No, one, I can't. Spoilers. Spoilers. All right. Now, um, end this section so, so I can wrestle you. The, 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 so the fact is, we Damn really, really internet trolls. Shut up. Giving it a nine point nine out of a ten. Just give Shut it a up. ten. It's you worse. Go on your high horse and not give it a ten. It's give worse it you do this when I can't see your face, but you're now doing it in my face. Give it's it even 10. worse. No, I'm exactly. not giving it a ten. So give it a stupid pizza and give it a ten. The um, it's not. It's a lovely pizza. It's a good pizza. Um, I'm so full up. So pizza was a bad choice. You you have lots of meat on your pizza. I have none. Um, so go and see. If you if you was on the fence about seeing this film. Go and see this film. It will probably be in in your top ten list by the end of this year. This is a film that if you're not a comic book fan, you're a bit of an art house fan or anything like that, you will enjoy this film. I can't see how anybody can see this film and not say they had enjoyable two and a bit hours. It, it, it is one of the best experiences I've had in a cinema in a long time. Listen, I just got three words. Everyone was great. Right, so, oh, right. Here's your two-minute warning. Starting no, no, now, you had it. You had it. No, no, yeah, no, no. But I didn't say there was going to be a two-minute spoiler. So this now is your two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. And then I'm we're going to play some music, up. so you've got time to stop the podcast if you're still listening. And then we're going to go back if into you're it. Really brave. Howdy, this after dark listeners. Toy Story Land is opening up at Hollywood Studios on June 30th. Book now for some great summer deals and to see what's new. Take a ride on the Slinky Dog Dash coaster, ride the alien swirling saucers with the kiddos, enjoy a new third track on Toy Story Mania, and grab a bite to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Remember, if you book with me, I'll take care of your dining reservations, fast passes, and create a personalized itinerary just for you and your family. Mention this ad to get $25 off your deposit. Reduce stress by letting me do the planning for you. I make the plans, you make the memories. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com and on social media at WPMagicJourneys. Is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same 
as all the others. So that ends your two-minute warning. Right there, that was you're the end of your two-minute warning. Now. I'm going to eat some pizza now. And this movie... And you're going to you're gonna talk anyone. spoilers. Certainly not someone as handsome as us. Do, what they put out on the start of the movie was a hashtag. Um, what was it again? Thanos demands your uh, Silence. Silence, that's it. We do not want to spoil this movie, but we want to talk about this movie. And talking about this movie is impossible without spoilers. Um, so here's your last chance. If you don't want to know who'll be dead, then stop listening. If your purpose is to listen to this, to find out who'll be dead, to then go and spoil it for someone, well, I hope you get struck down. Because I'll be coming for you, Luke. It's not bad. Right. The film starts off as it means to go on, doesn't it? Wait, did you just say the film starts as it means to go on? Yeah. Well, of course the film starts as it means to go on. No, you idiot. It's like, not I mean, end. I mean, what happens, as it means what happens in the first section of the film? The first scene of the film? That is, that's the sort of thing you put in an essay when you've got to write 800 words and you're on 750. At least, at least I've finished the university. Film, the film starts as it means to go on. Everyone was great. I gave it a 9.9. <laughs> Come in, spoiler boy. Where we've seen with films in the past, or the most recent, I think it's hard to compare the current uh, era of Marvel movies to the originals, because the originals were the foundations for the characters and for the story. Everything prior to Infinity War was a support act. It was a hype movie to get to Infinity War. The way Infinity War started out, was dark and deadly. It showed a bad guy who would, who was uh, full of no remorse or of ill remorse. I think ill. Let's go with that. Put that on the put that on the podcast. What, as I've said in podcasts before, what grinds my gears about bad guys is when they just don't do what they say that they will do. And from the off, Thanos proves that he is more than capable of backing up his words and will kill anyone in his way. He will almost kill them for sport. And we saw that. Should we talk about, should we talk about the ones from the start? I, no, you know what? We don't need to. We don't need to. Yeah. No, no, we don't need to. No. There's deaths at the start, as you may have gathered. We won't say who, but they were, with movies nowadays, of course, they're never dead until... They're dead. And even, as we've seen with DC movies, even when they're buried, they're not dead. So it's really hard. TV shows nowadays, um, The Walking Dead, they'll kill someone one week and then they'll return three weeks later. And they're not all zombied up. So that was my zombie impression. It was great zombie that impression. Was, that wasn't yeah. me regurgitating the pizza. Um, so it is really hard for a movie to convince you someone's dead. I think we were both convinced on the first death. The second one, for it being that much bigger and that much more shocking, I guess, was a bit like, is he? Or she. Well, it's Loki, so... <laughs> but I think he is. I believe he is. And the reason I believe he is is because we've seen him die in the past. Yeah. You know, we've seen him do, like, the uh, Asian guy from Walking Dead. We've seen him die in the past. 
they can't keep killing the same person over and over. And, and this is Kenny. I also believe that with the direction that they've taken, that took, taken, taken the movie in, his storyline arc has kind of finished. I don't, unless they were to absolutely turn him on his head, which they shouldn't, then I think it's the right time to end him. He was a little bit, he, he become a little bit Ray, Ray Winston in um, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, Jonesy, I'm a good guy now. Oh, Jonesy, I'm a bad yeah, boy true. now. You know, Loki, you know, Loki's but, a good character, but, but he Loki, kept flip-flopping. But, but again, the reason for that was that Loki was after his own interests. Yeah. He was looking after himself, and he felt that if he joined, you know, the dark side or the white side, then he would be better off for it. He had an end plan, and he would do whatever it took to get there. He, but for once in his life, it seemed, he tried to do something for someone else or other people, and um, that, and the first time he does it, dead and dead. True. Which goes to show you, kids, don't do anything for no one. Yeah, that's right. To, to paraphrase Knuckles McGinty. Um, right, Stanley Cameo. I, I feel that we should stop talking. Because we've got people at the table next to us, and I don't want to spoil it. Should we, should we just tell them we're, we're spoiling a film? No. To move away? No, you can't. Yeah, you can. No. Um, right, can you, can you remind me, when we saw the 20 minutes of footage, mm. Did we see the cameo? <clears throat> Which one? Well, Marvel films only have one cameo. Oh, well. Well, Stan Lee? Yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. I thought yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the bits we didn't see in the um, 20 minute, and I can understand why. Right, the first one, I think it was quite a big one, because this will come out in the internet. This will be an Easter egg in itself, and it's Steve Rogers' phone number. Yeah. When they showed us the 20 minutes uh, teaser, they showed us Steve, and I think if we release it on the podcast, uh, you can rewind back and you hear that I referenced it, because uh, I questioned why it didn't show a phone number. Yeah. And you, you almost Did said, you? Oh, yeah, you said, but it always, like, it said it doesn't always sort of thing. I was like, no, there was a white line going across it, blocking out where the number would be. I didn't say that, but that's what you saw. When we've seen it this time around, his number's there. It starts with 678. It ends, I believe, in 1034. I can't remember the middle four numbers, but I reckon if you call that number, there'll be a voicemail for Captain America, which is really, really cool. But you'll do it tomorrow, because you're going to go and see the film again tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm going to take a paper and pen with me. Or just use your phone. No, 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 no. You can't get a phone out, so don't break the etiquette rule here, all right? Yeah, we'll talk movies. Sake. I'll talk movies with you. But if you're going to ruin it, I'll walk away. Right, so that wasn't in the 20 minutes. You won't walk away, you've got pizza in front of you. We, saw. we also didn't see the tension between Doctor Strange and Iron Man. Uh, in the movie, he calls Iron Man a douchebag. He didn't in the 20 minute footage that we saw. And there's obviously another bit that's cut when uh, they talk about. Oh, well, in the, in the. I think it's. They made a reference to, uh, to Loki. Yeah, when Thor is on well, his the brother. ship, yes. And yeah, when he meets the Guardians the first time, about and they're thinking, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna have a pop at Gamora. Yes. Um, it was that moment when he referenced his brother. Yeah, which we didn't see in any. The, the they just edited the line. We, yeah. They just cut that particular line out. We saw the rest yeah, of the footage. It shows how brilliant the editing is. The we can see something and we think, yeah, that's the end product, and then we can see it, you know, a week later and think, yeah. Yeah. I totally understand now. Um, right, you want to know why I gave it 9.9? Absolutely, I do. There was one bit of really, really terrible CGI, not really, really bad CGI. But, all right, I'll have a guess in a minute, but again, I kind of... You probably won't. I'm May. It's going to be May. Again, I think because I'm fine with bad CGI, if the movie has worked so hard for so long to get good CGI, if there's like a moment or a scene where it's like, that looks a bit dodgy, I'll allow it. Because it's not, for me, it didn't remove me from the movie. So for me, like, I don't count, I don't score it down for a moment of bad CGI. If the CGI was bad or the 3D was bad, we didn't see it in 3D, we saw it on super screen, 
Um, if the 3D was bad, then I would score it down. Like the Harry Potter, when we saw it in IMAX. Oh, God, yeah. yeah Worst 3D, And yeah. I would definitely score it down for that. Right, well, I think you may say, I'm just trying to remember. The one that jumps out is when towards the, or in the last five minutes of the movie, you see um, uh, Hulk in the Hulkbuster and that CGI didn't look so good. It kind of looked like they photoshopped him onto the Hulkbuster suit rather than he was in it. Right, and yes. So there was a bit when he popped open the, the yeah. helmet bit and it looked like they just uh, stuck it, like filmed him against the green screen and just like cut like added his, his floating head to the top of the Hulkbuster. Yeah. It was like Poochie levels Is that of bad. The one? Yeah. Yes. Fucking see? terrible. See? I can't believe that the whole film was so good and that I was just like, how have you messed it up so badly? And the thing is that was such a beautiful moment as well because the whole camera, like there were so many superheroes. Yeah. But everyone was focusing on Rocket. It was a really it was a tender moment. And you've got him in the background who's almost like He's in a costume rather than in character. Yeah. It might be of uh, Be Kind Rewind. Yeah. It's how, it's yeah, how Jack Black would have done a Hulkbuster costume. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but Pretty much. It wasn't necessary, but at the same time, we wanted to see human reaction to support their belief in what had just happened. Um, I think I skated around what happened there rather yeah. eloquently. I, uh, I've given myself 9.9 out of 10 for that. Good for you, good for you. Um, I, I think one thing that did bother me in this film was I thought Star-Lord become a bit more douchey than he's been before. Right. Um, his actions at See? times were a bit, not uncharacteristic, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff could have been avoided had he just been rational and for some Absolutely. reason decided to just Absolutely. be an idiot. Absolutely, but Star-Lord has always had that character trait. Yeah. He has always been a hothead. He's walking away from me, I can't believe it. I'm just going to slag him off while he's not there. His pizza looks so fucking dry and all. Let's take that pizza. Like, his pizza looks like the pizza that fell off before it got to the oven and they put it back in. So he's always had that character trait. I don't know what you're, you're talking shit as I go and get myself a drink. I, I'm not, I've known you too long. I know that's exactly what you're doing. I went out of Coke Zero. What I was simply I talking about his character trait. Yeah. So to return to his character trait, he's always been a hothead. It's always been his reaction. Ever since he was a kid and um, his mum said, Peter, take my hand. He's always been a hothead. We've seen it in both Guardians movies. But his this, this was turned up to 11, I think. In this. It was. But, again, if you remember the moment when he meets Iron Man and friends for the first time, his sole mission was not who are you, not where you're from, not what you're doing here, but where's Gamora? He yeah. was on a crusade to find her. He wanted to find her. He made her a promise. Didn't keep it. Couldn't keep it, but didn't keep it. And he went to find her. And he probably, in the back of his mind, may have like, certainly thought what could have happened to her. But when it was confirmed, he couldn't hold back because of that 50% human reaction. He wasn't like, well, I'll beat you. I'm just going to stand here while they get your big glove off. Then I'm going to clock you. Humans don't react like that. In the heat of the moment, there isn't always time for rationale. And, but at the same time, you know, a superhero could have stopped him, you know, who wasn't like, you know, in the moment of holding down Thanos or trying to get off his glove. It was completely necessary for him to do that, obviously, because we had to see Thanos overpower him. It was a brilliant plan that would have worked had he not done it. Um, but at the same time, I think that helped because, like, it's, like Guardians is my favourite movie. And he's my favourite super. If someone says who's your favourite super, I'll often say Star Lord. But you needed to kind of resent him in that fashion, in order for the audience not to be angry about what they saw in the end of the movie. Because they did so much with so many superheroes that 
they, they were towing the line in terms of angering people because they're going to anger a lot of people. If they hadn't, if everyone played a brilliant game and everyone was on point, then um, people would really be angry. But because they all had, not all, but the one, some that we saw had moments where, and obviously there's you know, no reason to kill them, but Gamora, she took Thanos to get the Infinity Stone. Yeah. Um, Peter stopped them from getting all of them back again, sort of thing. Um, Vision was a walking, talking Infinity Stone. So there were superheroes who had. Ten of you, Doctor Strange was as well. well <laughs> Technically. Yes, yeah. of course. So there were all these, like, sort of um, issues that they had which didn't soften the blow, but it gave them almost an out in that sense. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's, I'd say that's fair. Um, trying to think what else we can talk about, really. Because uh, we're in a restaurant and people are sitting there, and we don't spoil it from, quite frankly. Um, no, they're not listening anyway, but I know what you mean. Um, no, I mean, I just... The film, right, so one thing we, we didn't allude to so much, but the film really is shocking. I think that's true. No, we use the word shocking, because shocking nowadays is a negative. No, it's not. No, it is. No. No, if you say that was a shocking free kick. Well, that's context. That's yeah, context, okay, don't I? Right. Again, again, so I in, need... a, in one particular context, it's used as that. No, but, I'm just but in the other context, it's not. Because shocking, shocking, if you look in the Urban Dictionary and stuff, oh, it means yeah. shockingly bad. I know. Silly me no looking at the Collins English no Dictionary. It's shockingly good. It's never a phrase. Of course shocking it is. is a negative. You remind me of Craig sometimes, you know. It's overwhelming. And we sat there. Overwhelming and incredible. The overwhelming Spider-Man. We sat there at the end of the film, and in fact, the audience did as well. What? So one thing to note: the film got a narration. Yeah. Got a round of applause at the end, and then there was almost silence for a couple of minutes, and then people started talking next to the person they were with or whatever, and people started. To, you heard mutters and everything like that, but most people were just sat there, and we were. We said this. We didn't know how to feel. It leaves you in such a way. It's the Empire Strikes Back effects of, of superhero films in yeah. that it just leaves you in a way and you think, how, what, what's going to happen next? You really do. I reckon that I'm trying to think of a movie that would rival it, and I bet, had we seen Empire Strikes Back at the cinema for when it came out in, what, 1981? Um, I'm sure some fanboy will be 80, I think it was 80. Um, had we seen it? I reckon the, the audience reaction will be very similar to the one that we just witnessed. Because the whole Luke, I'm your father, is just about, is on par in terms of how shocking the ending to Infinity War was. Yeah, and, and let's not, like, you know, let's not pretend you, you don't get a moment like that. You don't get, a, you know, a big reveal that something you thought was true isn't or vice versa. But just what happens in the end of the film just leaves you in that way. Um, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. Uh, it's, it is shocking in the your gasp sense at times. Um, that, the whole film, you re there's this ele overhanging element of danger. Who is making it out of the film alive? Who is going to die? All the emotion coming up to it, you thought, well, Captain America's dead. Yeah. You didn't think Iron Man was going to die. And, and don't, I'm not saying, like, Iron Man, like, we're not saying he does or doesn't, but what I'm saying is that the promotional material leading up to it, you would think Captain America, absolute gunner. Instead, what you get is a load of things happen which you are not expecting at all. And it changes that series forever. I'll be honest with you, walk into the cinema, and I've been thinking about it a lot recently, because as anyone who knows me knows, I didn't see the trailer for Infinity War. I didn't want anything to spoil it. Um, but my feeling... It wouldn't have. It, that, that's the amazing thing. The trailers do not spoil that film. I still go back to the whole vision thing. I think seeing that was a spoiler. Um, when you see in the first teaser trailer, you see him take it out of Vision's head. Why? 
Because you know he gets it. You know he kills Vision. But what you see in the trailer is the begin is the bit when he's in Edinburgh. So it's a failed no, you attempt. Don't. You see Thanos with him. No, you don't. You don't. You, saw, you see Thanos you don't. with him. You don't. But you see Thanos. With, the way that you see Thanos with him isn't the way that you see Thanos with him in the movie. Because it's you don't see him. Edit. No. I know, but. I'm saying is it's still a spoiler. But it's not. What you see in the trailer, had not, Thanos wasn't even there. It was his henchman getting it out with the the, the blade stick thing in Edinburgh, oh. trying to get it out. So, no. Right, but the thing is, I felt as though I'd, I'd have rather not seen that um, before it, because I think it was a brilliant swerve for a double swerve. It's exactly what happened. Yeah. So I thought that was brilliant, but I could have done without even seeing that. I could have done without seeing, like, the... But you knew they were going to go after him anyway, because he's got an Infinity Stone, and he's trying to get all of them. Of course, them, so. I didn't know they were going to get him. Unbelievable. 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 Kadoosh. And he's going to use my straw. Unbelievable. The Kadoosh, nice. That's, that's essentially double... This is a bottomless cup, unlike double, your heart. Double dipping. You just double dipped my fucking straw. Double like, how rude. Face. Should we walk and talk so we can actually talk movie? Yeah, can we get this pizza? To, like, you can get a box yeah, of pizza, yeah, can't yeah. you? Um, put pause or stop and... Pause the calls. Alright, so we've left the restaurant because I don't want to spoil this movie for anyone. So, so and there was two guys come sat next to us. Didn't speak English, by the way. I, I know, but you know what? No, but the thing is, how do you know they don't speak English? How do you know they're not just talking well, in their tongue? They speak perfectly racist. That's not... Racist. So here's the thing, right? I am in the position of having seen that film and I am still very shook from watching it but I am in the position that they have killed the people who we saw evaporate. So that is my initial knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. So, you do see, in this film, you do see people die. <laughs> Clearly. Please, definitely I don't, die. I don't need to say that because whoever still listens to this knows that. Yeah, that's true. But I think that anyone listening may want to know, like, what do other people think? Do, do they think that Black Panther is dead? Yes, I do. And I think it is one of the most shocking killings that there's ever been in a movie, but I... given how much money he just made at the box office. But However, surely... if they now make a second, which of course they will, if they now make it, everyone will go and see it because they don't know what happened. They don't even need to release a trailer. No. Because everyone wants to know what happens next to Black Panther. Everyone wants to know what happens next to Spider-Man. Everyone wants to know what happened. Oh, the Spider-Man death. Yep. Oh, that my actually, little heart was not ready for that tonight. Absolutely heartbreaking. That, I mean, that whole, that whole thing when Thanos gets the last, like, you know, gets all the stones and he's able to, you know, destroy a world with a click of a finger, it's what they kept alluding to. Yeah. Um, and what he does, like he does with, like, you see him do on other planets is, you know, he doesn't destroy a planet, he destroys half the planet. Yeah. And so you are left with a 50-50% uh, 50-50 split of, you know, your Marvel superheroes. Oh, um, what, what I thought, I've never been a fan of War Machine, um, even when it was Terence Howard. No. I've never really been a fan of Falcon, even though he had a good couple of lines in that movie. Yeah. Um, but he was, he was some comedy relief in there. Um, but Drax when they did, was the uh, MVP, no, though, wasn't he? When they did... No, no, we'll get to MVP in a moment. It wasn't Drax. Drax is always great, but it wasn't Drax. Um, Look at that. Shine non-stop all day, all night at Avengers Infinity War. Good. Every, even more reason to go and see it. Um, when they did um, War Machine... Because they killed War Machine as well as Falcon. Yeah. And War Machine's walking around trying to find Falcon. I need you to take a picture of me in front of the Infinity War thing. As a ten years to the day. As a, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, it's just what I was just thinking that while. Uh, yeah. While sorry, I'll just stop it. and take a picture of you, Soapdish. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you, sir. Fuck's sake! I'm gonna take it out, take a picture of you with a Guernsey Litchie and potato pill. Or rampage. Pie. I enjoyed pie. that one as well. Rampage. We've got a while to go. Yeah, I'm quick, quick. One more. Another one. Got you. Um, right, the, way, talking, the, way right. did, the way they did that death was so touching and so sad because he wanted to find his friend yep. and he never found his friend and he'll never know. And I'm just getting most thinking about it now. It's so sad. Um, what I thought was good 
because as I said, going into that movie, I thought Iron Man was the one they were going to kill. I thought it was going to be a big one. Oh really? I and thought it was going to be Captain Iron America. Man. Yeah, I think I think he was either Team Cap or Team uh, Iron Man yeah. for who you thought was going to die. But I thought it was good because we didn't get to see them together, and yeah. we need that closure. Yeah. We need that before yeah. they then pass the torch or pass away. Yeah. Um, MVP was absolutely four. There was not even a question oh, in my right. mind. Yeah, okay. MVP. Yes, no, yeah, the you're dude, right. The dude, when he started making his movies, I wasn't interested. No. I watched the first one on DVD. Should we go here or do you want to go walk up to Sonical Road? Uh, I want to get home as well. Like, it's five Yeah, I know, but how are you going to get home? Uh, yeah. oh, fine, thank you. Cheers. Leicester Square. Um, we could have had that, actually. Leicester Square uh, station right there. So, uh, yeah, I watched the second one at home. Yeah. And I went to cinema for Ragnarok. First four movies I saw at cinema. He has transformed into someone I found quite boring and quite vanilla into possibly the best out of all of them. And that includes a movie with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that scene when he's finally got his new axe and he's touched down with Rocket and Groot. Just about one of the best moments in the movie for me. It was absolutely electric. Um, I loved that. For me, he's the MVP. There was a lot of comedy relief. Jax is always great for comedy. Um, and the guy's got balls. But for the stuff that Thor went through in that movie, you know? And comedy, just, yeah. just all round, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll give you the MVP. But the thing is, he started off on Death's Door watching his brother and his best friend die. Then he went on a crusade, then he's come back for revenge, and he was the one who stood tall against the bad guy. All right, so closing comments, because we've got to get home. So closing comments, the end credit scene. End, right, the end credit scene. The reason I said to you in the start of it, in the, how I liked it, because... I oh, was... and by the way, the spoiler thing, you don't see How the Duck. I was really hoping we'd see How the Duck again. I thought they was going to show that. Yeah. And maybe they did and we didn't see it with no, the director. No. But um, I'm kind of... Because it felt on first watch there wasn't that many Easter eggs. No. But there's definitely an Arrested Development one because I saw it referenced in the credits. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So again, this isn't a film you should watch once. This is a film you should watch five times just yeah. to enjoy. But um, what I appreciated about the end credits and I hope that they don't add to them because I needed that 10 minutes, 15 minutes to, just to kind it, yeah. of like take in what I'd just seen because it came fast and furious um, it, there was absolutely Seven. no mercy in what they've done with that movie and I think it's perfect I said to you walking out that I felt for my whole adult life almost that I've been waiting for that movie in the sense that when I was a kid, I used to watch Cowboys and Indians. I used to watch like the good guys and Robin Hoods and whatnot, the heroes fighting evil. The evil would always talk a good game, but when it came to the big uh, Duke come up fight in the end, it always the good guys would prevail. I love a good bad guy. It's why I loved Heath Ledger uh, in uh, The Dark Knight so much, um, because I love to see a good guy get tested and almost go over to the dark side. Um, and I always wanted to see a movie where a bad guy wins. We talked about a couple of movies, a couple of classics, No Country for Old Men, and we talked about The French, French Connection. Connection. But this one tops them all, because this one, from 10 years ago... No, sorry, is it yeah. eight years ago from Avengers Assemble? Uh, Avengers is 2012, so... Okay, no, it's actually six. six years, yeah. From six years ago, Thanos set out his plan. He delivered on his plan. Yeah. And for me, he's the first bad guy to really bring it home. He said halfway through the movie that he wants to do this to wipe out half the population and then he can rest. At the end of the movie, he goes, well, he sits rests. down and he rests. And it was so melancholy, wickedly beautiful. It was poignant. Mm. The scene where... Um, he, I, I don't... I'd, I'd love to hear people's reactions to the scene where he does it. It goes blank, and then you see him almost in a uh, gladiator, now we are free moment, where he's with his uh, surrogate daughter, Gamora, um, and she asks, like, did you do it? 
and he was like, yes, I can't remember exactly so the exact words. So do you reckon he was just in his happy place at that point? Do you reckon that's what it was? Because it was a bit, a little bit strange because it was almost like a, a dream sequence. The thing is, it's interesting that you say strange because I think the only way they can bring it back is having him to be the catalyst. And I said to you, the most telling line in the end of it was when Iron Man looked at Doctor Strange and he said, why did you do it? Referencing the Infinity Stone that uh, Stephen Strange gave to Thanos. And he said to Iron Man before he evaporated, and I'm using the word evaporated instead yep. of dead because I just can't bring myself right. to believe that it is true. But his words were, it's the only way. The only way we can win. And he had been through 14,687,305 different variations, and there was only one way that they won. This could be the way. Obviously, we'll find out more next year, but I think that the catalyst that they set, because of Doctor Strange, because of so many heroes, they may go, they should go on to win. Three, three surprise cameos I want to just quickly reference. Yeah. Red Skull. Brilliant. Who Brilliant. saw that coming? Love that. Not yeah. seen him since Captain America. Love that. Made yeah. perfect sense. Uh, and also the end credit scene, the only end credit scene that we saw, whether or not there's more than one, we don't know, but we only saw I one. Don't, again, I don't think there will be because you need that I, time. I hope there is. You need the black I'm screen. Just, yeah. You don't want to see the collector dancing. I don't you want don't to see want it. comedy relief. I've just seen about 20 superheroes perish. I don't want to see comedy relief. No. I, like, I can wait. And just give us one. Just give us one to send us home happy because you don't want to send them home. If they'd have ended it with just, like, uh, the final line, people would have laughed, but they'd have felt a bit cheated because they're like, what? Yeah. Now, I think because they gave it 15 minutes and then they still gave a scene where it was shocking but also funny because you had... Um, Nick Fury, and you had, I forget her name. Maria Hill, I think it is. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I'm sure it's what, Maria what Hill. What is the actress's name? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. I can never remember her name. Oh. Kobe Smulders. Thank you. Kobe Smulders. Good boy. Uh, I've never even watched How, how to uh, How to Train yeah. Dragon. <laughs> how I Married Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother. Nice. But, yeah, Kobe Smulders. So, uh, you see them for the first time in years. Like, you haven't seen Nick Fury in a, yeah. in a Marvel film since... Yeah. What? Oh, Maria Hill, Nick Fury. I haven't seen him for like a while. Are you, so, still, are you back on? Yeah, back ah, on. Ah, good man. Um, while we walked in. Um, so, yeah, so we saw them return. Well, we say we saw them return. You didn't see them for very long. Yeah. Did you? Wait, no, you didn't. Um, but, again, it was shocking because, firstly, you saw them, secondly, you saw them evaporate, but what was so brilliant about it was you finally got Samuel L. Jackson about yeah. to say his motherfucker, but he was just caught out by the greater power, I guess. Um, he, pressed the, he pressed the pager. He pressed the pager, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he sent a message to Captain Marvel. So, uh, who is what, Brie Larson? Brie Larson, she will be. And she, she's coming. And she's gonna fucking bring him I just, down. I need to she's find, a powerhouse. I need to just go over there. Right. I need to look at where, how I'm gonna get home. Um, yeah. She's a powerhouse. So that is what leads us into uh, Infinity War. And also the final bit. By the way, you can go um, Holborn, uh, Big D to Holborn. Holborn Central Line to Myland, Myland District Line to West Ham. Jesus Christ, it's going to take me hours. <laughs> take you, what are you talking about, hours? It'll take you half an hour. This way. Um, take you half an hour. Find yeah. a better way on your map. Yeah, we'll do. Right. Um, yeah, do you want to tell them about the bit at the end? So the bit, yeah, so the bit at the end, um, you must have seen it. But again, you just needed a little bit of comedy relief because you've seen so many of your favourites and so many of your heroes perish. Um, it was brilliant that the line they put at the end was Thanos will return. We've seen so many lines. Spider-Man will return, Guardians of the Galaxy will return in Infinity War. So many. It was so perfect to have them end on Thanos will return. Yeah. It was an Infinity War that Thanos won. And he will return. But we do not know who else will return. 
who we believe we have lost. But we'll find out soon. No, we won't. No, we won't. Well, yeah, Next year. Next year is not soon. We are living in a generation that demands immediate answers. If something happens in the world, we go online to see what happens. We are annoyed if a goal is scored and we've not seen it within minutes of the goal, we're frustrated. Yeah. We demand, as a generation, the immediate answers to what has happened. And we will not have that. And I am in love with that fact. I'm also about to tap into my Oyster. This could go really badly wrong, so this, do you understand that? <laughs> skills, skills. It worked. By the way, do you know my credit card? You showed me that before. Uh, How many more times have you got to show me? Uh, I'm going to show before you I tell you I'm impressed. Right, so is that it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, best movie I've seen for such a long time. Um, I've got me a midnight ticket. I'm going to go and see it tomorrow at midnight. I'm then going to get home about four in the morning. I'm going to then wake up at about eight to take my son to school. I'm then going to go to cinema again to watch it at ten o'clock in the morning. I cannot watch this movie enough. I bloody loved it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see it again. But Black Panther! Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash afterdarknetwork. Here, you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the Afterdark Network. On behalf of the other Afterdark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support. Podcast.